Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Oh, hello. 609 on this Thursday. What are you doing? You believe it's already Thursday? April 26th. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. You're probably going to babysit your children today. You know, instead of, I should have said this yesterday before three things. If your kids can't go to school and you have to stay home, you know what? Get them a better education. Have them listen to this show. <laughs> Just don't follow the language, right? Just not the, uh... yeah. Anyway, listen, three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, Doug Ducey says... Final offer has been made to the teachers. You should accept it. Oh, boy. Oh, but final offer is there. You should accept it as they all walk out. It's not even a walkout. It's a strike. It's a freaking strike. Stop calling this strike. just sounds so bad. It's just a walkout. No. Walkout means they'll walk back in. No, this is a strike. Uh, So the uh, educators are like, heck no, we're not accepting this stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I did you hear the sound by the, in the news? The union head, we're doing this for your kids. Oh, this is going to backfire. I'll get into that in a second. Second thing that I think you need to know, there was a very interesting story that wasn't, not everything was corrected in this op-ed by a lawmaker. However, she put some very interesting things in there about the two leaders. It's this Noah Carvelis guy and Derek Harris. These two guys, these two guys, came here recently to Arizona. They're not grassroots. You have to look at their pasts, what they've written on social media, all their attitudes. This is a complete setup. These guys are as partisan as they come, embracing commies, embrace, I mean, just all kinds of bad stuff. Bad stuff. And we will get into that. And again, it's really a shame that teachers are getting led down this path. I wonder how many even know about these two guys. We'll get into that. These are not the people that you think that are the leaders for uh, Red for Ed. They're not. They're not the nonpartisan grassroots guys. No, 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 no. Yet they all of a sudden jump to the front, and this this is not a coincidence. We'll get to that. Uh, third thing I think you need to know is that uh, unemployment benefits. You want to talk about the economy again? This is what people should be talking about too. Unemployment benefits have dropped to their lowest level. Since 1969, we have way more people in this country than we did in 1969. But initial claims and everything else, lowest level since December of 1969. Because magically, there are jobs now. People aren't filing claims saying, I am jobless, because there, there are jobs. Why do you think that is? Huh? Three things I think you need to know. we got to get into that, Kanye West. Breaking the internet, showing off his autographed MAGA hat from the Trumpster. Uh, Trump was just on Fox and Friends an hour ago for a half an hour doing classic Trump stuff. Just all fired up. The guy's got energy, man. We'll get to Red for Red in just a second. The guy's got energy. If you think he's getting beaten down, he is a freak of nature. He's the one guy that can get destroyed day in and day out and say, I don't give a crap. This stuff doesn't bother me. and I'm going to fight back. This guy is, there's nothing, there's no insanity, there's no doubt. No, 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 he's got a job to do, he wants to get it done, he wants to win. That's what he does. Uh, fired up 
Man, you remember when Obama was fired up, ready to go? Yeah, well, this guy. This guy. And then you have the VA secretary uh, resigning because of baseless claims. I mean, this is... Or the, the VA secretary nominee, I should say. Baseless claims at Ronnie Jackson, things that are not proven in this guy. And then he resigns. He's like, listen, this is just a distraction. You know, what is going on here? All these things said about me that aren't even factually proven. Enough is enough. And by the way, we'll get the sound bites going. Um, uh, but the Trumpster, man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, just on fuego. On fuego. Trump said about Iran, they used to scream death to America. They don't scream it anymore. They screamed it with Obama, not with me. Oh, baby. It's good stuff, isn't it? We'll, we'll get to all that. But uh, let's let's do some red for Ed stuff. This is a. Uh, this is really, uh, really incredible stuff. Now, uh, somebody made a video. Somebody went out and talked to a whole bunch of teachers wearing red T-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, just to ask them questions about what their ideas were. Now, I know that there are tens of thousands of teachers and supporters and whatever, you know, whatever, in the school system, whether they're teachers, support staff, whatever it may be. I know they don't all think alike. But this was pretty, uh, this was pretty damning, Okay. And for the, the, the teacher, there are going to be some teachers say, I can't believe you're doing this, Garrett. I like you and I'm a conservative. How can you do this kind of stuff? Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll put the video on my page at knst.com and on my Facebook page a little bit later. Uh, but this is, and I, I got this, somebody sent this to me uh, on Twitter, a YouTube link. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty freaking incredible. This is pretty freaking incredible. So I want you to hear this. This is just a bunch of uh, red for red people wearing their T-shirts, standing around, saying we want more money, want this, want that, blah, blah, blah. And they were asked all kinds of questions like, what do you think of Trump? You want taxes raised? What do you think of Bernie Sanders? We'll pause it for a reaction. Let's, let's play it. Jasmine's in for Ryan today. Uh, go ahead, Jasmine. Here we go. Do you guys have any thoughts on President Trump? Um, uh, Unqualified, uneducated. I do, but I don't know if it's appropriate to say. <laughs> I feel bad about the millions of people who didn't inform themselves when before they voted. There's a lot of words. We just shouldn't have elected him. I don't really have a comment. <laughs> and I think that... Uh, I don't even let his name come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any thoughts on maybe impeachment? Pause it, pause it, pause it. So they're just right there. And I know, what is it, five, six, seven people? It's only five, six, seven people. And let me tell you something. If you don't think that that is the opinion of at least 80% of the people, if not more, I have a bridge to sell you. Oh, yeah. But it's not political. It's not lit. Listen, Red Fred, they're not political. This is just all for the kids and the cafeteria workers and the books and things like that. That's all that is that's all this is. Let's continue. Impeachment. Oh, give me the paper. I'll sign it. Oh. Would you guys support raising taxes by 25% to go towards education? I would say yes. Yes. Mm. Great. I personally would be for it. I think oh. it would make perfect sense. It's. They got to do what they got to do. So let's raise the, raise the taxes. Yeah, just Any do thoughts it. on Bernie Sanders? Oh, I like all of the ideas. He was a great candidate when he was running, and uh, it's oh. unfortunate that he did not end up getting the nomination. I appreciate what he's doing. Oh. Um, I appreciate him. I would have preferred Hillary over him. I think he ran a great campaign. Had he been nominated, I would have voted for him. 
I would have preferred him over Trump. <laughs> preferred him over Trump, but I think he has some really progressive views that I did appreciate for sure. Great teachers preferring a socialist to be the president of the United States of America. Oh, let me tell you something. That is going to get a lot of people behind you to say, yes, give them that raise. And let me tell you something, teachers, don't get pissed at me. If you're a teacher and you're like, well, I disagree with that, don't get mad at me. You think this is rare? You're the ones that tell me you can't say a damn word in your schools because you're afraid of the backlash. It's a socialist liberal haven. It's a progressive haven. That's what schools are now. That's it. And you want more freaking money? For what? To keep pushing this garbage? You have these moronic teachers that literally, and again, it's not just the only, it's not just those four or five teachers. You know it's true. You know there were teachers, there were administrators that would have loved to see Bernie Sanders as the president of the United States of America. That somehow agree with his ideas that the government should give people jobs, give people health care, give, give, give it. Can't pay for it. I mean, maybe that's why you like it. Maybe that's why you like me. You're, you're as whacked. At, the teachers are as nutty as Bernie. They think magically there's all this money to come pay them and, re, and, you know, pay for these new books and new this and new that and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I mean, redo the damn budget. This is a giant setup. This is a gigantic setup. Uh, we'll get into this coming back, uh, but I think these two leaders, Noah Carvelis, Derek Harris, I think that they literally are planted here because uh, they left. Oh, you'll hear about this. One left a job as a teacher in Texas where he made more money to come to Arizona. Hmm. And you say, well, what's that? Dude, the other side is crazy. They will literally put people in, in areas to start revolutions, as they say. And I think this whole situation was to try to get Arizona to turn purple and then eventually blue. To get rid of Doug Ducey, who I'm not a big fan of, by the way, for lots of reasons. He's had some, you know, he lowers taxes, which is very nice. He does some other things that are very swampy. But I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, this this is just, this is a big setup, I think, to just try to get people. It's an election year. You have the Democratic candidate, one of the Democratic candidates, the guy that asked for the questions in advance, David Garcia. I came on this show, asked for questions in advance. Live on the air. Next time you have me on, can you send me these questions in advance? He wants to be governor. He's out there supporting this whole movement. I got a press release. He's going to be marching with these people, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I maybe, and I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm just telling you, I think that this is deep down a gigantic movement to try to get a Democrat elected to governor in Arizona. And the kids are the victims of this, and the teachers are being used, willingly or unwillingly. I'm telling you. You know, it's just like we talked about a couple days ago, that Martha McSally story, where she all of a sudden randomly came out, she's down in the polls, and out of nowhere, been in office for, what, uh, four years now, out of nowhere, she, uh, you know, months after the whole Me Too movement and the sexual harassment stuff, comes out and says, when I was in high school, my track coach uh, manipulated me to have sex. Didn't force himself, but manipulated me to have sex with him. And the track coach came out and said, "This Jay, she's nuts. She's the, it's the most scheming person I've ever met in my life. Who knows who's telling the truth? But the bottom line is this. 
Whether or not that's true, people aren't judging, giving extra points, doing anything with Martha McSally. People are dividing. They're separating. Martha McSally's personal life from Martha McSally's jobs. What she says, what, what she has done, her, her, how she has performed. And people are going to do the same thing with teachers. Probably just a few years ago, people would have felt you know, bad and had more compassion and said, yeah, teachers need more money. How can you, because how can you be against teachers getting a raise? What kind of a sick, twisted SOB are you that you are against teachers making money? I mean, they're teaching the children. You're not teaching the children. They have to get more money. Our kids are going to grow up and be failures. Oh my God, yeah, I can't publicly say I'm against teachers getting raises. This is just terrible. But nowadays, thanks to Trump and you, Finally having the guts to speak up more. People are sick of this PC crap. And you know what they're saying? I can separate the two. Sure, teachers need to make more money. But at the same time, why do you think you need more money? Where's your success? And then when we see all this BS behind this whole movement, these guys, these, these wacko progressive nutjobs, and the fact that, again, we're not stupid to this, People are very apprehensive to give a bunch of raises to people that support Bernie Sanders and socialism, for God's sakes, and then teach the kids that. And we sit back and say, why the hell are we paying you to teach things that are anti-American, anti-capitalist? It's what made America great. Look at Venezuela, you geniuses, and look at America. Maybe these teachers aren't so damn smart. How about that? You don't understand. No, I do. There's no more, there's no such thing anymore. I mean, the president of the United States is retweeting, is tweeting to Kanye West. Kanye, thanks for, you know, loving me, basically. It's very cool. Kanye's tweeting the pictures of a mega hat, taking pictures of a mega hat. Trump tweets out, thanks, Kanye, very cool. This is a whole new America. And that's not bad. I'm not ripping Trump for that. I'm just saying is that we're okay with this. We're okay to speak our mind. We're okay to, to say what's on our mind. And we don't mind saying this stuff. No, no, you know what? Until you start stop indoctrinating students, until you stop bullying other teachers that maybe disagree and don't want to go on a strike, kiss my grits. I'm out. I'll give you some more information about these two knuckleheads, uh, Noah Carvelis. By the way, Ryan reached out to Noah Carvelis, hit him up on Twitter, and said, uh, we'd like to get on the show. Send him a direct message. Almost right away, sends back, sure, give me the information. This is yesterday, during the show. So Ryan says, okay, you know, here's the time. What number should we call you? Never heard back. Because the guy obviously went to Google, typed the station, my name, and he's like, uh-oh. We want to talk to him. Give him a fair shake. Speaks volumes, doesn't it? All right, we'll get to, uh, to all this. This is, uh, this is just incredible. And by the way, I think that the, uh, the teachers are in big trouble. The longer they stay out, the more they're going to be disliked by the public. And what are they going to do? What, are they go back to school on Monday? Then you give away all your leverage. You, you better get back to school. People want to graduate. People have vacations lined up. This is not a good play by the teachers. This is like the worst strategic move I've seen in a long time. You could have just waited another month and said, we're not going to show up for the start of school in August. But instead, you idiots, you waited until like two weeks before school ends. Not good. We'll continue in five. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, enjoy the stimulation. 
till I give my money right. Uh oh. Six thirty-two. See, it's your morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. We're gonna do all Kanye West rejoiners today because I think it's funny. Because he broke the internet saying he loves Trump. Doesn't even agree with everything Trump does, but he just loves Trump. And the left is losing their mind. Literally losing their mind. We'll get to that uh, more in a few minutes here on KNST AM790. Shockingly, it's going to be hot today. High of around 96 degrees. 96 degrees. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, And it's uh, right now 63. 63 right now. So uh, really quick, we'll do more of this at 710. Uh, but there was a piece in the uh, Arizona Republic by a lawmaker, Maria Sims, uh, putting out information about these uh, these two uh, these two knuckleheads, Noah Carvelis and Derek Harris, that are the leaders of the Red for Ed movement, teachers, leaders, you name it. We talked about Carvelis a lot yesterday. Uh, and again, when we had Frank Riggs on yesterday, he he told us that he doesn't even have a a, a, a teaching certificate here in Arizona. Apparently, he failed some kind of a test, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. But these two guys, 23-year-old Noah Garvelis, Derek Harris, they moved here within the last two years. Within the last two years. Derek Harris left his teaching job in Texas that pays close to $10,000 more on average. Why did he come here? Just because he loves Arizona? That's what I'm saying. Is this just some kind of a long-term play? Get in there. We're going to start a movement. Need you guys to do it for us. Because they both have history of, well, at least Carvelis does, working for progressive organizations. Derek Harris, the other guy, has posted things on social media like, Republicans are the true sodomites. Ronald Reagan, still dead. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wow, that's cool. Uh, Noah Carvelis, let's go back to him real quick. Apparently, this Carvelis guy has does some uh, blogging and online has talked about how he urges people to embrace the 1960s radical Angela Davis. Doesn't mention, of course, she was part of the leadership of Communist Party USA. He admired the teachings of Howard Zinn, another guy that was fired from Spelman College for radicalizing students. Uh, Carvelis also said President George W. Bush is the moral equivalent of the Islamic terrorist leader Abu Musab al-Zarqawi. These are just some examples. We'll get more to those in 710. Coming up, though, in about uh, five or six minutes, uh, Kanye broke the Internet. We'll get your calls also about teachers and what Trump said about Kanye even this morning. Uh, and there are other rappers. I mean, is this if the Republicans would just get out of Trump's way and back him, they could change the demographics and politics for decades. Did you hear it? What Kanye did, did you see what Kanye did? Did you hear what Trump tweeted? Did you hear what he said this morning? I'll get it all to you. This is awesome. Awesome. It's coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. Talk. All right. 643, thank you for hanging out. Three things quickly I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Doug Ducey has said, listen, teachers, I've given you the final offer. Take it or leave it. Final offer. You should have taken it. I don't know what you're doing. And now teachers, well, you know, they're on strike today, tomorrow. Who knows when it's going to la- uh, when it's going to end? We nobody, nobody knows when it is going to end. It's as simple as that. Uh, and uh, we're finding out again the knuckleheads. We'll get to more of this at seven ten. Knuckleheads that are uh, running it. They just recently moved here within the past couple of years. I mean, this is as partisan as partisan can be. Uh, second thing, 
that I think you need to know. The VA Secretary nominee, Ronnie Jackson, has withdrawn. It happened uh, just a little while ago this morning because he is being smeared with all kinds of things that aren't true. It's kind of messed up that way, isn't it? I mean, it's really messed up that way. So he said, hey, listen, these are unsubstantiated, but the media is jumping all over. He's like, I don't want to go through this. This is a distraction of the president. Third thing I think you need to know is that, and this is incredible stuff, uh, jobless claims, lowest since 1969. 1960. Are you kidding me right now? Lowest since 1969. And there's more phenomenal uh, uh, news as well when it comes to the economy. Uh, the trade deficit has dropped the first time in uh, in seven months. Whoa. Our trade gap sunk uh, to $68 billion, down 10.3% from the month before. Oh, baby. How about that? Three things I think you need to know. All right, so uh, let's, let's do more. Let's do more really quick before we get back to the teacher stuff. Uh, the Trumpster basically, uh, along with Kanye, broke the internet. Kanye West tweets out, uh, he means between that a lot of Trump stuff. I love Trump. I've been driving people crazy. Driving them nuts, right? Next thing you know, he tweets out a picture of himself with a couple of record executives wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Then he tweets out a, the picture of just the hat. And you know what he says? You know what he says? Oh, man. Mine signed and Trump signed it. And then the internet blew up again. That happened. And then Kim Kardashian goes after the media because all of a sudden, you know, the media, they love people that bash the hell out of Trump. Remember Eminem. Eminem would bash the hell out of Trump. Media praised him. Oh, look at that guy. So smart. Kanye says, you know, Trump's not so bad. I, I like what he does. You know what they do? Kanye! He's mentally ill. He's not all there. Is he going crazy? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, excuse me? Wow. So Kim Kardashian lashes out at the media. Says, what, can my husband? She said, I don't even, and she basically said she doesn't like Trump. She disagrees with her husband. But she said, "Can't don't we have the right to think freely in this country? That's what Kanye does. He thinks freely. You might disagree, but that's what he does. And all of a sudden, you know, out of nowhere, the media starts labeling him as mentally ill. What, do they want to make sure he has no guns after this? Is he going to be dangerous like that? Like how they just, the media just randomly throws that stuff off. I mean, if you, if you say something I disagree with, you must be mentally ill. And just regarding that, uh, Jeff Flake, I think, really is mentally ill. I think that guy really has some kind of obsessive, compulsive thing for President Trump. That's totally different. But how dangerous and stupid are the media? They keep kicking themselves right in the mouth, right? I mean, they just, their foot is like stuck in there. They can't do anything about it. Let's play a little bit of Trump this morning uh, real quick on Fox and Friends. Uh, we'll play just a little bit of it. They had, yeah, it's just so classic. And by the way, uh, the Trumpster, after Kanye tweeted out the things that the pictures of the of him and the president um the trumpster re, uh, quotes his tweet and responds thank you kanye very cool it's the president of the united states just hilarious and then kanye takes a picture of the president's retweet response and posts that so they both broke the internet yesterday um let's hear trump this morning on fox and friends here we go you got to put, hang on, you got to start it all over, make sure uh, four is up. Cool. And A. Ready? Go. I want to get to Kanye West. He tweeted that he loves you, that you're his brother. And He's got good taste. The left He's got good was taste. ballistic. What's your reaction? <laughs> yeah. Well, they do. You know, 
I have known Kanye a little bit, and I get along with Kanye. I get along with a lot of people, frankly. But Kanye looks, and he sees black unemployment at the lowest it's been in the history of our country, okay? He sees Hispanic unemployment at the lowest it's been in the history of our country. He sees, by the way, female unemployment, women unemployment, the lowest it's been in now almost 19 years. He sees that stuff, and he's smart. And he says, you know what? Trump is doing a much better job than the Democrats did. And by the way, if they ever got in and started putting back all these rules and regulations where you can't breathe, where businesses go out of business, our country would be in big trouble. And had I not gotten elected, Hillary would have come in. She would have added more rules and regulations. We would have been out of business because you saw what was happening. We were going down. We'll do more later. He talks about Kanye, Candace Owens, that kind of stuff. Just, I mean, I love it. Again, they are literally losing their minds. This isn't supposed to happen. The Democrats got so cocky, they said, you know what? We got got the the middle class voter because they think the Republicans are nothing but a bunch of rich fat cats. They do nothing for corporations and stuff like that. We got them locked up. Who cares about them? Let's go for the kill. We're going to go for all minorities by trying to give them free stuff and saying that we like them and things like that. And uh, illegal aliens, we're going to great, you know, we're going to say we love them. So we'll get the Hispanic vote. We're going to lump them all in because that's what we do. And and again, black, we can tell black people this is not fair. Republicans hate you. They're racist. We'll give you stuff. Just keep voting for us. We're going to dominate everything. And all of a sudden, it's freaking backfiring now. It is backfiring. This is so good. And all of a sudden, the Democrats are thinking, my God, we might lose everything. All of a sudden, Kanye says, again, hey, Trump's not bad. He's my brother. I love him. And Chance, who the hell's Chance the Rapper? Is he an influential guy, Jasmine? He is. Really? He is. And he said, not all black people have to vote Democrat. Oh, my God. Democrats took him off for granted. Trump is working hard. It's results. People want results. You want jobs? There you go. I think Chance the Rapper wants more of his money. He's getting more of his money. Now, let's back to the teacher stuff. Eric has a comment. Eric, welcome to KNST. What's up, man? I'm just annoyed with this whole teacher thing. Yeah. We've got the, one of the lowest performing schools and educational system in the entire nation. We've got superintendents of these school districts making more than our president makes, and they want to raise. I he doesn't make. Well, hang on, 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 hang on. He doesn't make. Nobody makes over four hundred thousand dollars a year as a superintendent. So don't say that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's a beat. Listen, you can't go spouting that stuff off. Now the teachers, and they get paid a lot of money. But let's just say a superintendent goes from two hundred grand to one hundred and seventy grand. It's not going to make a damn difference. You know, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, but why are we paying them guys that much money when they're not performing? Um, that, I mean, that's I where the you state. have it. I haven't got a pay raise in 10 years. You know what I do? What? I go out and work harder. I get I do more time doing other things. I can bring home a, a paycheck that, that can feed my family. Mm-hmm. I perform. That's how I get my money. I Listen. You know what the teachers? Hang on, hang on. You know what the kids. teachers would say? The teachers would say, "Well, the reason the kids are not being educated so well is because we can't attract good teachers, and we're not funded to the best of our ability." That so we need that money does not solve the problem. Exactly. Reorganizing your resources properly solves the problem. 
putting in an educational system where we tell teachers that you're going to teach them reading, writing, math, science, history, and stop wasting your time about the political topic of the day, whether it's left or right, will solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Concentrate on actually educating them, and we will have a performing educational system. You are preaching to the choir, my friend. You are preaching to the choir. You're right. You're right. So you're you're mad. But do you know? I mean, again, the teachers I think are overplaying their hand. They're going to lose because all they've done is made me mad. But at this point, you know, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to find a charter school where the teachers have, have decided to keep teaching, and that's where kids are going to go. I'm telling. Or you. I'm going to homeschool. Uh, well, I hear you. Listen, man, I want them to hear you loud and clear. We're going to take calls like the rest, the rest of the show. Thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate it. Uh, we're going to do that throughout the show. We have a lot of things to talk about, the teacher stuff. i got Starbucks stories. we got Kanye. we got Trump. But the teacher thing's the big deal here. And we'll get more of your reaction coming up on KNST. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. 7.06 on this Thursday, already there, April 26th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. How you doing? KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. This is where you can turn to for an education today. I'm not demanding you pay me 20% more, but if you want to, I'll take it. 20% of nothing is nothing, so you'll end up being the winner right there. Three things I think you need to know. The strike is on. School districts are closed here in southern Arizona. Schools are closed. Uh, a lot of teachers think they're doing the right thing. I think they're being bamboozled. Anyway, Doug Ducey has said, I've given you my best and final offer. 20% raise, take it or leave it. Uh, and it's up to the legislature to figure out where to get the money. Doesn't matter the crazies. They're out there striking right now. It's like they just don't want to deal with uh, with what is with reality, how things actually work. And uh, there are a lot of people that are mad out there. We'll get your reaction to all this stuff. And the two knuckleheads that are leading the Red for Red movement are as partisan as they come. And I have, a, I have an op-ed about that. I'll, I will get to that. Written by a state lawmaker. Um, but wait till you hear the background even more about these two guys. Noah Carvelis and Derek Harris. Simple as that. Second thing that I think you need to know is that the VA secretary nominee, Ronnie Jackson, has uh, withdrawn his name as of this morning. Because he is getting smeared, uh, all kinds of nasty things said uh, said about him that are not substantiated. He's like, this is just a distraction. Trump's mad. He said he's a good guy. Well, we'll see. Um, third thing that I think you need to know, the economy seems to be pretty damn good that nobody's talking about. Unemployment uh, applications at a low, not this low, since 1969. Yes, such a drop. People need it. Who needs to file unemployment? Jobless claims have dropped to their lowest point since 1969. 1969. Are you kidding me? Jobs, jobs, jobs. Three things I think you need to know. So let me tell you again, I think, and we'll get your reaction to this stuff. I think the teachers, the union, I think they've really, uh, they've really blown it. Where's the leverage? 
They can say all the stuff they want. They can threaten to walk out, everything else. They may have had some public support for that. But as soon as they do walk out, as soon as they do go on strike, and parents are saying, what the hell do I do? I have to get to work? My kid? Then they're going to sit back and say, wait a second. Now I, now this is really a a problem in my life. And on top of that, are my kids really getting that great of an education? Now all of a sudden, these people are dumping, uh, you know, causing my life to be in chaos. They could just walk out of work. I can't walk out of work. And what's going to happen? Because right now, schools will be closed today, most likely tomorrow. Principals, superintendents, whatever, they're not even sure what's going to happen on Monday. They're hoping that this all ends by Monday, but it's not going to. Because if it does, where's the leverage, right? What is this? Like, just a, just a, hey, we'll do it again? The public is going to turn on the teachers. I'm just telling you that's what's going to happen. That's my prediction. They're going to turn on the teachers. If they haven't already, they're going to do it even more today and tomorrow. And if the teachers go back to school on Monday, then they literally have zero leverage. Now, it doesn't mean the lawmakers shouldn't work to try to figure out what can happen, what can be done to pay people a little bit more money. Let's not even get to if they deserve it or not, okay? But again, the budget isn't due till June 30th. I don't know what these, the union, the teachers, I don't know what the heck they were thinking at all. Because school is over in about two and a half, what, three weeks? Are seniors going to be able to graduate? Family members have bought airline tickets, made travel arrangements to come here for graduations. What happens at that point? Do they have to go back? Is graduation going to be delayed? What's going to happen here? People are going to get pissed. Pissed. So what do you think? Have you had enough? Do you actually support this? Is it good? Is it not good? 880-KNST, 880-5678. And then on top of that, the teachers are getting bamboozled, man. Noah Carvelis, we invited him on the show. He still has not gotten back to us after he originally said sure. Uh, he and the other guy, Derek Harris, they, over the last couple of years, moved to Arizona. Derek Harris, the other guy that's running this Red for Red, this lead, this other teacher, moved here from Texas where they make, on average, $10,000 more per year. This is according to an op-ed written by a uh, lawmaker here in Arizona named Maria Sims. And I told you all about Noah Carvelis, but why would that Derek Harris guy move to Arizona for a cheaper-paying job? Why? Who moves for a cheaper-paying job? I'm telling you, the other side... They're diabolical. Like, I'm not trying to get dramatic or anything. But this Noah Carvelis, the other guy, he has done work. He's volunteered for Bernie. He has worked for progressive organizations that their goal is stated to end Trumpism. You don't think that they could plant a guy in there to try to... I think this is a whole big movement to get a Republican out of the the governor's seat and stick a Democrat in there. That's what I think it is. They're trying to change uh, Arizona to be blue. We had Jenna Napolitano. We've had Democratic governors. And do a good job, but we've had them. But I think that this is what this is all about. To try to build up public pressure. To make people want to vote for the Democrat, who is... It, David Garcia is one of the candidates. I don't know if he's the only one. Who the hell knows? This guy's crazy anyway. Again, it's the guy that was on this show that when I asked him about his DACA statements, he asked me to give him questions in advance because he had no answers. On the air, he said this. So anyway... It wouldn't shock me these two guys are planted here to try to do what's best for the movement. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, this is what's going on. 
They're not partisan. Derek Harris on his media account, social media, everybody's posted this stuff. Republicans are the true sodomites. Right? Um, Carvelis pushes people to uh, embrace Angela, Angela Davis, the 60s radical, and her Communist Party USA leadership. Are you kidding me? Oh, he didn't put the Communist Party down there, but that's what he likes. He compared Bush to a terrorist, Zarqawi. He loves the now U of A professor. This is crazy. The commie Noam Chomsky. Loves him. Loves him. Carvelis wrote, this is Noah Carvelis, one of the guys, the pieces for a movement are slowly coming into position. How do we capitalize on this moment? How do we do it? Hmm. Exploit the working class to energize the revolution. Quote, we must continue our fight and bolster the working class as we strive towards a progressive political revolution. That's what he wrote. We will move our revolution ever closer to imminent success. Yep, that's Noah Carvelis. And that's who teachers are getting behind. Huh? And I've been, I've been hearing from conservative teachers. Listen. There are conservatives that are here, Republicans. This has nothing to do with politics. These guys are just out there. There's, there's people on all sides. We just want what's best for the kids. You are getting used. And I know it sucks, and you bought into it, and it's tough to hear and everything else, but a fact's a fact, and you are being used. Simple as that. People are mad, man. People are mad. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Philip, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing? All right. Uh, so I was just going to say, I'm actually a high school student myself. I'm very conservative, very Republican, one of the few actually in my school. And I do agree with you on some parts of the Red for Ed, but I disagree on other parts. Okay. And for one thing, I don't think it's really a movement to get a Democrat governor in. Mm. I do see I, how you would believe that, but for example, our textbooks at my school still currently say George Bush is president. Last time I checked, he's not. Um, <laughs> and then along with that, what I did was I actually took. Let me ask you. Hang on. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Who is pre- who is president? Uh, Donald Trump right now. Didn't need a book for that, did you? Sorry. Didn't need a book for that, did you? No, but I would like uh, textbooks that are updated on what the presidents have done. And maybe some that were truthful about Barack Obama. That would be fantastic. Good luck with that. Yeah, you think you're going yeah, right? to get a textbook that's truthful about Barack Obama in a high school? Come on, man. Well, I will say this. The conservative teachers do agree with this. And on the Red for Ed thing, uh, a big problem is if you factor in the cost of living with the mean teacher pay in this state. Also, starting teachers... Here, they make 32000 at least for TUSD specifically. We had a biology class that didn't have a teacher for four months because nobody would apply for the job. Mm-hmm. And so we, what happens is we need to increase teacher pay to become competitive with other states because I know many great teachers who have left because they're like, I can't raise a family on this wage. I can't, I can't work on this wage. I got to move. And then they move somewhere else and they get paid so much better. What's so um, much better? Let me ask you this. Okay, let's just say they make thirty. Let's take your word for this. They they make thirty two grand. Let me tell you, my first salary in radio was twenty seven thousand dollars. So, you know, cry me a river. You know, you get out of college. My my first, my wife's first job out of college was thirty seven thousand dollars. So, 
Calm down, man. Secondly, if a teacher goes from 32000 to a 20% raise, what's 20% raise? What's 20, let me ask you this. What's 20% more of $32,000? 6400 Okay. So do you think that that all of a sudden is going to make, I mean, it may make a huge difference. It may, it may not. But is that going to all of a sudden make all the teachers come down here? Let me ask you on top of that, is it really going to make education better? Well, but personally, what I think is, I think that the government just screws so many things up. But well, public yes. education is yes. something that it's taken on so heavily. That I think this is one of the few things the government can actually help in. And I don't think that better funding is, uh, is just the only thing we can do. I, I actually also think that what should happen is we get rid of the superintendents, we get rid of those mm. boards and whatnot, and each school is its own system, and they decide where the money goes and what to do. And what happens is the principal is in charge of that, and they get elected every two years by teachers and parents of students, and the board is composed of the principal and teachers and parents of students, so it's all local. Everybody knows what's going on, and we're competitive with other places as well. Well, the school board is composed of people that are, you know, local. Yeah, but they don't, they don't know what the heck is going on at these actual schools. They're not the ones actually standing there running them, talking to students, talking to teachers. Do you ever go to a school board meeting and tell them this? Sorry? you ever go to a school board meeting and tell them this? Mm-hmm. You have? Well, in, in Arizona. No, no. Have you ever gone? What, what, what school district do you go to? Tucson Unified School District. Do you ever go to a school board meeting? Yes. And you've told them how bad it is? Yep. And what do they do? They just say thank you and move on, right? Yeah, they just say thank you and move on. I mean, listen, man. We will take that into consideration. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch mm-hmm. of garbage, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, until people vote out the crazies, nothing nothing can happen. You're not going to get rid of superintendents. I mean, they're picked by the school board. That's just that's just the way it's going to be. So you're in TUSD. Um, people are, you know, people are going to say, why should I pay a lot more money when I know there is a hardcore liberal agenda being taught? That is true. That is something I do have a problem with. I will be 100% honest with you. My teachers mm-hmm. have indoctrinated many students. And one time, a teacher of mine even said, you're ignorant if you don't believe in white privilege. So I think that there needs to be oh. some crackdown on yeah, uh, politics. Wow. I go against my teachers all the time. It's actually really fun um, because I can disagree with them and I don't get in trouble. You, because, oh, oh, so how, how do you, they, they don't get you in trouble for that when you disagree with them? Uh, no, they don't. Uh, because they know, they they know not to mess with me. Why is that? Because they know I'll go to the principal, and the principal very much likes me, and talk with them about about it. Really? So you've you've messed with them? Like, do they intimidate? I mean, do you have you heard of stories where teachers will intimidate other conservative students? Mm-hmm. I'm really the only conservative student that speaks up in my whole school. Wow. Because no nobody else speaks up, and that's also because of the other students too. Many people go up to me all the time and say, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to lose my friends because I don't want the teacher to dislike me. So, you so, could, I, so you, you, and you've seen it. You know that there is a hardcore liberal bias. See, that's what part of the problem is that people don't want, and I get what you're saying. Teachers don't want, maybe they don't want to move here. It is cheap to live here. You know, you got to take that into consideration. I don't know if you've listened <laughs> to the show. I grew up in Long Island. You pay property taxes out the wazoo and all kinds of taxes. And mm-hmm. teachers get paid six feet. My best friend's wife gets over six figures. She's been there teaching 21 years, over six figures. But they pay $15,000 a year in property taxes. I mean, they pay a lot in every mm-hmm. tax. So it's give and take in that aspect. Um, will teachers move here? Maybe they don't want to be teachers because they don't like the, the system. Maybe they don't like the leadership. You know, is it all based on pay? Well, yeah, that's why I also said we should get rid of the superintendents yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and the boards. 
because this is something I hear all the time from teachers. They just complain about the superintendents and how awful they are and how they do, they're doing all these terrible things. I mean, it's kind of like state government versus federal government is how I see it in the sense, like, the, state, the federal government can say, oh, yeah, states, you can have this and this stuff. No, the state knows what it needs. The federal government just mm-hmm. it, it just dictates. Thing. What other problem? So I here's the thing. I mean, you, you make you make listen. Make you a lot of good points. And people look. People will not take jobs if they don't get paid enough. I get you on that. I get you. Mm-hmm. It's just it's hard to justify at this point, knowing what the teachers are doing, knowing who is the leadership. These these two wackos with their their crazy views. It's hard. It's hard to and to hear you tell us the stories of mm-hmm. the. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's basically like bullying against conservatives that are out there. Yeah. In, in going on at TUSD, and to me, I hear that, and I say, I don't want to give those damn people another dime. <laughs> well, this is something else I think should happen, is that we should have independent people come in and view the teachers, and possibly we could have cameras in each room and then watch how they teach. Well, you know, that, that's, the job, that's the job of the principal, man. That, that's the job of the principal. The principal's supposed to get in there and do that stuff. That's why, that, that's why the teachers know not to... Uh, disagree with me and call me names and whatnot because then i'll go to the principal um but they, i also do think there should be more accountability yeah hang on a second the principal have they, and teachers have Account- call- accountability that's more what we need we just need more accountability and more uh self uh self not control self-responsibility have they called you names in the past oh yeah what are they if you can say don't curse what what have the teachers called you for having your views um disgusting racist Bigot, sexist, ignorant, homophobic. Hang on a second. You had a teacher call you a racist and a bigot? Yep. There's a kid at school who thinks I'm a Nazi. Well, forget kids, because they're stupid. (laughs) But, But you had an adult, because you have differing political views. Can you go back and you remember, what did you say that made the teacher call you a bigot and a racist? What's the difference? Oh, uh, um, there is a, we should not allow illegal immigrants, and they are different from legal immigrants. That's what I said. Illegal immigrants are different from legal immigrants, and they said that's you're you're a racist. Then you tell your parents this. Yep, they know all about it. Did this teacher get in trouble for calling you? Oh yeah, they got in quite a bit of trouble. What happened to the teacher? Uh, they still they still work there, but they had to take a one week hiatus. That's it. And did they change their view? I mean, they, they still push propaganda, this teacher? Still push certain views? Not as much. Not as much. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I think we need to definitely uh, get rid of a lot of the politics and teachers. But there are also some teachers. For example, I'm going to be honest with you. My math teacher, his name is Dave Kukla. He's, uh, don't, don't out he, people. Don't out people. Don't out people. Oh, sorry. Don't out sorry. Pe- hang on. Hang on. Let me, you know, I hardly hear it. Do me a favor. Hang on for me. I'm going to talk to you during the break, all right? All right. What, what are you doing today, by the way? Um, currently, I'm going up to Eastern Arizona College, actually, to uh, plot, to uh, get my schedule worked out there, hoping to go there okay. for two years. So you're not going to sit on your butt and play Xbox or something like that today? No, no. Okay. I, 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 I'm personally always have to be working, and I'm also reading a book on the Electoral College and studying the budget bill. So, Well, there's that. What do you want to do in life? Sorry? What do you want to do in life? Oh, um, well, I want to be a business owner and renovate hotels and also work in politics as a hopefully one day president of the United States, actually. There I worked on the Trump campaign and went really? to the inauguration. 
Stop showing off. So <laughs> is there any class that you took that actually can help you become an entrepreneur like that? Anything or no at TUSD? Um, I'd say the closest thing is AP economics. But, and this is something I was talking to teachers about is that in 2008, when the recession hit, they made a bunch of cuts. And I always complained to them, why don't we take classes here that could actually help us? And they said, you know, we used to have a class that taught you how to do your taxes. We used to have a home ec class. We used to have a cooking class. And they made all those cuts in the 2008, uh, when the 2008 recession happened, and they haven't fixed it since then. Mm. And that's, that's a big problem, at least is something that I see. And the Red for Ed movement from what I've, like, the people who are actually in it, they say it's more about getting funding for school supplies. Because what happens is, and I've talked to several teachers, they spend some of their own money on yeah, getting school supplies. I've heard that too. I and they're not even tax deductible anymore. They used to be tax deductible, but not anymore. I gotcha. Listen, hang on for me. I want to talk to you off the air. Hang on for me. All right, we're going to yeah. continue. How about that? Man, oh, man. I mean, the teachers, does that make you want to actually support these damn teachers at this point? Adults calling children racists and bigots because they disagree with them. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, we'll continue. More on this coming up. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. How can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall, have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. No! Come on! Crank that, Jasmine! Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Come on. All right. 741. All Kanye. All the time this morning. All Kanye. All the time. Because I think it's funny. Because he loves Trump. And he destroyed the internet. And he made the brains, whatever they had left of them, or had it all. Blow up of the left and everybody else. So how can that happen? Black people can't like Trump. You come on. Do what we tell you to do. Oh, wow. Really? Anyway, thank you for hanging out. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, the deuce has said uh, this is it. Final offer. Take it or leave it. But nobody really knows where the money's coming from. But that's the legislature's job. It's a mess. It's a mess. Teachers are on strike. And I have more about that coming up. Uh, second thing. That I think you need to know. The VA secretary nominee, Ronnie Jackson, withdrew his name because people were saying all kinds of bad things about him that weren't even substantiated. He's like, enough of this stuff. This is a distraction to Trump. I don't want to go through it. That's the swamp. That's the swamp. Third thing I think you need to know. Economy's pretty freaking good. Jobless claims fall to the lowest level since 1969. 1969. Three things I think you need to know. Now, before I get to uh, Ken Bennett, um, let me just tell you, you know how bad this is? Mike, I get, I get, I'm getting texts and phone calls from friends uh, that send their kids to the same daycare as my kids. And apparently the teachers at the daycare are looking at parents saying, can you please have your child dress in red for tomorrow to support teachers? Can you at least, are you kidding me right now? So I said, screw this crap. I just called up there and said, don't you start doing this. And they went, oh yeah, sorry, we'll, we'll tell them right now. Bunch, I mean, are you freaking kidding me right now? Oh, just... This is where, like, I don't want to hate the other side. I don't want them to hate me. 
But that's just not appropriate, you know? That's just not appropriate. I would never go in there and tell them, yeah, teachers, blah, blah, blah. It's just not appropriate. And they're going to try to indoctrinate my friend. And they don't even realize it. It's not indoctrination. It's just teachers. Who's not against teachers? Shut up. I'm just so, I've had it. I've had it. Now let's talk to uh, former Secretary of State of Arizona, Ken Bennett. Ken, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, Garrett. How are you? All right, so you're, you're jumping back in the ring. You're, you're challenging Ducey, huh? I am. I don't think he's being honest with the people of Arizona as to how he's going to pay for this. And I think that's at the root of why the teachers who were asking for 20%, but were told by him for months, there's no way we can do 20%, there's no way we can do 20%. And then two days later, when the political heat's getting a little hot for his caller, oh, we'll do 20%, but how are you going to pay for it? And uh, I don't think that's being honest with the people of Arizona. He told us just a couple of years ago that Prop 123 was going to add $350 million a year into the K-12 coffers. Most of it would go to teachers, he said. Uh, We would not take money out of the principal of the trust fund, and all three of those things ended up not being true. And I think the, the teachers are skeptical as to him just doing a 180 a couple of weeks ago and saying, okay, here's your 20%. Uh, but no real sustainable way to pay for it. Well, how would you handle this? Well, first of all, I would have respected the the teachers enough to sit down and have a a conversation with them, go through the budget issues. Um, I believe that K-12 is underfunded. If you go back to, you know, 2007, the last time the state budget was kind of really balanced, and we had a... And this is where my perspective comes from, is I worked... I had to be the president of the Senate during the first four years of Janet Napolitano as governor. And every year she wanted to take one-time money here and spend it over there or sweep from here and spend it there, take money out of the rainy day fund. And we kept her from doing that. And when I left in 07, we had a billion dollars in the rainy day fund, and we had a truly balanced budget without accounting tricks and gimmicks. Then she decided, after I was term limited in 07, she decided that we could increase spending by a billion dollars a year. That's exactly the number that Ducey said can be increased uh, because she thought that the the rosy revenue projections that had come in the year or two before were just going to keep right on going. And when that did not happen, she blew through the rainy day fund of a billion plus in about 16 to 18 months and plunged the state into the worst financial crisis it's ever had. So if you go back to 2007 and look at student growth and inflation, K-12 probably is, I believe, significantly underfunded. But if you're going to Turn around and say, okay, let's put some money in. You've got to say how to pay for it. And well, there's a way to do it yeah. but without raising taxes on Arizonans. But you've got to be honest enough as the leader of this state to say how you're going to do it. Well, so how do you do it? You move away. If you were a business and you wanted to increase your revenue, you have two choices. You can either raise your, your prices or have more volume. And I believe that we should move. We, we need to restructure our tax system move away from income tax, maybe go to a flat tax, no, no income tax on Arizonans up to 100000 and then a flat tax above that or something, but move away from income tax, which only Arizonans pay, and broaden our sales tax, which 40% of which gets paid for by uh, visitors, tourists, illegals, anybody who happens to be in the state. <laughs> you, you, can actually, you can actually put an extra billion dollars a year into the general fund of the state of Arizona without raising taxes on Arizonans. But, you know, they say the sales tax is regressive, and that will hurt because there's one lawmaker that talk about a, a three-year uh, 1% increase in the sales tax. 
But if you do that, you have the same problem that you had when Brewer did a three-year temporary yeah. sales tax just a few years ago. And they never go away, uh, these taxes. Once well, they're enacted, they never either, go away. Never, either, either they make it permanent and never goes away, or when the three years ends, you've got a billion-dollar drop a cliff that the, the general fund falls off of. A lot of people are critical of sales tax, and mostly liberals, as being regressive. But we, we don't tax food. We can... You know, you can eliminate some of the very, very basic things uh, and not tax that. But if you broaden, if you have more transactions in the sales tax base um, then, and, and keep the rate low, then everybody is participating, including visitors, tourists, illegals, and move away from income tax, which only Arizonans pay. Yeah. So th- there's a way to put a billion dollars of additional money into the general fund most of which, or maybe all of it, or you know, we can have a discussion. But, but but could you get support for that, considering there are so many retirees in this state that don't, you know, have the same income, and then all of a sudden it would cost them more just to live? No, no, no. You're gonna you're gonna reduce their income tax. But they don't really. I mean, what do they pay income on? I mean, some 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 dividends, some social security. It's not like they're making. You know, it's it's not like they have a job every day if they retire just living out in Green Valley or Saddlebrook or Sun City. Okay, but. But we can move away from income tax. You might even give, give some reductions in property tax. There's ways to reduce the tax burden on Arizonans, broaden the sales tax so that visitors, tourists, illegals, and everybody else are paying a bigger share of what we need to support ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, roads. You um, see, and, and other governors have yeah. been stealing money out of the road funds for years. And, yes. and look at the roads around this state. It's all look at um, the roads right here down in Tucson, in Pima County. Exactly. They're, they're horrible. That's horrible. Well, that's because they've taken over a half a billion dollars out of the road funds that are supposed to go to maintain the roads to to use it somewhere else. That's the kind of accounting tricks and gimmicks that I fought against Janet Napolitano and succeeded at eliminating. And then we're right back into it. And that's why I think. When, when Ducey says, no, we can't, there's no way we can afford 20% for weeks or weeks or months, and then all of a sudden flip-flops when the pressure gets too hot and tells the teachers, okay, we'll give you 20%, but I, I'm just going to hope that uh, the extra money that kind of came in more than we hoped or projected would in January and December is going to carry on for the next three years. Real quick. I don't I'm... believe they believe, they don't believe him. And the things that he has promised back in Prop 123 just a couple years ago, mm-hmm. Prop 123 did not put $350 million of new money in. So if people want a choice uh, on the Republican primary this August, mm-hmm. uh, I ask them to go to KenBennett.com. Ken, like Barbie and Ken, and Bennett has two N's, two T's. KenBennett.com. Sign my nominating petition. I'm only asking to be on the ballot so that people have a choice. You know what? I want to get you on. I'm just running out of time. Can, I want to get you, Hang on, hold for me, because I want to get you on, I think, tomorrow to talk more about this stuff. Because I'm, I'm not happy with a lot of things Ducey has done also. Um, and I want to get your take also on, on just, you know, you want to pay teachers more, that's fine, but accountability and how they're acting right Wait, now. And they're breaking exactly. contract and that kind of stuff. You know, I, I want to get your idea, but we'll do that tomorrow if you don't mind. Okay. Is that okay? Hang on for me. I'll talk to you during the break. 751, that's Ken Bennett. We'll, we'll, man, there's a lot of stuff. I'll get more of your reaction coming up as well. Please stay there. I know people are angry. Phone lines are jammed. We'll get to you coming up on KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Hello, what's up? 807, it's Thursday already, and it's, uh, as my wife just sent me a, a text, let the chaos begin. It's been going on. But yeah, it's really kind of getting chaotic, right? 
It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Did I say that? I'm just like my my brain is going a thousand different directions right now. The right direction, but a thousand anyway. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, teachers are on strike. The Deuce has said this is the best and final offer. Best and final. Uh, and the teachers are, I think that they have, uh, I think they've overplayed their hand. Parents are going to be mad. Fan, right before graduation, going to deal with the kids. What do they do? Where do they go? And then it's going to make parents say, are these teachers really that good? I'm just telling you. And then what's going to happen? Is this going to end on Monday and teachers go back? What happens at that point? Then the leverage is gone. Gone. What are you going to do next? You're going to walk out again? Watch. This was just not not played well. And the two knuckleheads in charge, uh, I mean, they they are progressive. It looks like almost they're plants, man. I mean, it's like it's not good. These couple of guys moved here a couple of years ago, Derek Harris and Noah Carvelis. And did they move here just to try to get, I mean, to me, I don't know. Again, I'm just my spidey sense, everything. I, my gut tells me they. this is a bigger movement to try to get a Democrat elected to governor. That's that's just and the other side is crazy enough to do it. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the Trumpster, very unhappy this morning, VA secretary nominee Ronnie Jackson has uh, withdrawn his name because he is getting smeared by the other side with uh, claims that aren't even proven, aren't even proven. Trumpster is happy, though, with the support he has received from Kanye West. And he once again this morning on Fox and Friends said black unemployment is at a historic low. You know, Kanye said uh, Obama was president for eight years in Chicago. N- nothing changed in Chicago. We say that forever. Nobody really takes notice. Kanye says it. What the hell, man? So there you go. Third thing I think you need to know. The economy's pretty damn good, too. Uh, jobless claims. Lowest level since 1969. Are you kidding me? That means people are working. Except for the teachers. Three things I think you need to know because they're choosing to not work. And I can't tell you enough. I mean, this is getting so bad that at my kid's daycare, my kid's freaking daycare, the daycare teachers are asking parents, can your kids wear red for us? That happened this morning. I'm going to say those words that I say I don't say very often. Don't you know who I am? (laughs) I start getting texts and phone calls from parents. So I had to call the daycare and say, what are you guys doing? And they they said they'll take care of it. Can you have your kid do this? I tell you what, how about tomorrow you coming in a Trump shirt? Can you do that for me? Is that possible? Come on, teach. Wear a Trump shirt. Wear an I love Trump shirt. Wear a Hillary for prison shirt. Can you do that for me? Unfriggin' believable. It's going to be magical when I go pick my kid up later, I'll tell you that. Right now, that noise you hear is my wife being very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just telling you. All right, so again, I think the teachers totally overplayed their hand. Um, we have a lot of calls. People want to talk, chime in. And tomorrow, you don't want to miss this. Tomorrow morning at this time, we're going to have a, a student, a high school student called into the show. At like 6.50 in the morning, we said, hang on, hang on. And he shared stories of hardcore bias. This He's a big-time conservative kid. He said we should pay the teachers, but he's, he had ideas. Good for him, right? Ideas. We should be able to agree and not hate each other and disagree and not hate each other, right? He said, and this is just one thing that he said. He's going to talk more about this tomorrow. He got into an argument, well, a discussion with his teacher. 
where he said there's a difference. You know, the teacher, there's a difference between illegal immigrants and legal immigrants. And this adult teacher in TUSD, one of the high schools, we'll find out tomorrow, said to him, you're a racist and a bigot for saying that. Because he said there's a difference between legal and illegal immigrants. The teacher said you are a racist and a bigot. He's going to join us at 810 tomorrow morning to talk about that. Tomorrow morning, we're going to have more from Ken Bennett at 710 on, on again, um, what he thinks about the teachers doing this. He's running for governor now. He's, well, he wants to, to get on the ballot. He wants to challenge Deuce to a primary. Uh, he was the Secretary of State. He ran for governor four years ago. One of like the, the 58 people that was running. So he has ideas. So we'll get to all that. Uh, that's at 710 tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's already lined up. And let's, let's stick with today, though. Let's go to Mark. Mark's been waiting a while. Mark, thank you. Welcome to KNST. Hi, thanks, Garrett. Love your show. I'm fairly new to Tucson, but I'm really glad I found you and your whole lineup that follows you. Oh, thank you. Where'd you come from? Uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, man, I bet that was a nice place. It's beautiful when it's not raining. And so, it's beautiful when you don't you get know. bothered by the people that take dumps in the streets and stuff like that, right? Yeah, actually, I did not live in Portland, but oh. whenever I had to go down there, it was like, man, what have they done to this town? Yeah, that's the thing, because it is gorgeous up there. It is gorgeous. Well, cool. What brought you here? Uh, sunshine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, man, so you were telling uh, Jasmine, who's in for Ryan this morning, that you're a carpenter. Yes. Okay. And you decided to go down and talk to the the, the teachers that were uh, on strike today? Um, yeah, yesterday, I, where I'm working is like a block off Broadway. I didn't know anything about the protest, but when I you know, went to go home, it's like, what the heck's going on here? And I, I've been wanting to talk to somebody about this. I've been wanting to actually call you and talk about it, but I thought, well, here's my chance. I'll actually go talk to the teachers. And So um, I had three different conversations. One was with a retired administrator and a couple of uh, current teachers, several current teachers. And uh, basically I said, you know, I'm not saying yes or no as far as you guys getting more money because... I'm sure you probably deserve it, and everybody wants more money. Mm-hmm. I just have a question for you to consider. I uh, said, I'm, I've been a carpenter for about 40, over 40 years, and I'm really, really good at what I do. But I'm making here um, less than I made um, 35 years ago when I was in college. And I do have a, a college degree. Um, but um, I said illegal immigration has driven down the wages for people in, in my industry, you know, all, all building industry, uh, because there's so many people that are willing to break the law to get here, willing to break the law to work here, willing to work under the table, et cetera, et cetera. I said, and the administrator said, well, can you join a union? Oh, my God. That was her answer. Um, another one, I, I asked the question, I said, so I just wonder what you think would happen to how much you would be making now as a teacher if, People could sneak across the border and just, you know, take your job and move on. They wanted to go for, you know, ten grand less a year. And what they say? Uh, they said, well, it depends, you know, what quality of a person uh, that, that that would be. Are like, you serious? It, I said, well, you know, they can't do that because you work for the government. They, they can't hire people that are illegal and pay them under the table. So, you know, you've got that. And and, they, and yeah. with, with that kind of logic, they want to raise. They're that smart. Exactly. That's, yeah, it was nothing like, hey, you got a point there, you know, or, or like, yeah, we see the effects of illegal immigration in our schools. I mean, I, I about lost yesterday, I heard on, on your show that they, like 60% of kids in the state are getting free lunches. Yeah. free lunches. Free or reduced lunches. That's what they, that, they, this is a, big, a whole plan for decades. 
to try to make people more dependent on the government. You know, and that's why parents don't make their kids accountable as much as they used to when it comes to schoolwork because they say, the te- you're the teacher, make my kid do this. Why is yeah. my kid failing? Well, your kid's failing because you're not working at home with them as well. But you're the teacher. It's your job. You're the, you're the school. You feed my kid. You're the, that's, that's been the big plan overall. That's what's what it's been. Yeah. And I, I just read yesterday about how uh, this is something written by a person that's in charge of the English as a second language program in a, um, what they call a Title I school, which is primarily lower socioeconomic income area, these are places where kids are protesting about DACA and illegal mm-hmm. immigration. So I said, you wouldn't believe, you know, they get free breakfast, free lunch, and this isn't just a little snack. This is something that would make Marriott proud. You know, they have, and she said, half that food or more goes in the dumpster. Oh. And the kids all have cell phones. Most of them are overweight or obese. Um, they're very disruptive in the classroom. You know, just all this kind of stuff. She said, I... I was told by my supervisors I needed to spend $700,000 last year to be in danger of losing funding. And she said, I didn't need to spend that money, but I had to. So I bought a bunch of new computers for the computer lab. And wait, wait, wait. And where was this? One of the administrators here in in Southern Arizona? No, this this is in California. Oh, California. Talking about the illegal immigration thing. Yeah, just kind of, I mean, I I can't imagine it's a whole lot better here, is it? No, it's... uh, Yeah. 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 Anyway, just wanted to get that out there. Well, thank you. Because I... What I, you know, I haven't gotten a raise in 40 years, okay? <laughs> yeah, because you're getting paid what the market dictates to you. And you're exactly. getting, and you're getting, you know, you're getting. If I want to make more money, I yeah. can go back to Portland. But you, they, do, they do pay more up there. I can do that. There you go. And that's what I'm saying when teachers, oh, we, we don't get paid a lot here. Well, guess what? It's cheaper to live here. It's what the market bears. And if, exactly. if you know what? If they can't get enough teachers, they'll have to find more money to pay them, and that's fine. But do people really think that teachers aren't here? We've had major population growth. Are we not attracting teachers? Because you can get paid a lot more in Portland, in California, in New York, but it costs a hell of a lot more to live there. So it washes exactly. out. I mean, it just, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick yeah. of this stuff. And I, in my job, you know, I don't get any days off pay. I don't get any holidays. I don't get vacation. I don't get retirement. Can't I don't you get join a union? <laughs> I get, you know, it's a small company. And the, the one teacher said, your employer doesn't provide those things for me. I'm like, look, we only like, you know, half a dozen people. You know, it's just it's what it is. So I just kind of wanted them to look at the other side and think, oh, well, the people who are actually paying the taxes to pay my pay my salary, you know, where does their money come from? You know, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for letting me share that. And I will uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you very much. You have a great day. Thank you for moving here. Good people that do good work. We need more people that think the right way that move here. Who would have thought that somebody from Portland or the Portland area would move here and be on our team, right? My goodness gracious. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Well, it depends what kind of a person. Are they a good person when they cross the border illegally to take my job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking smart teacher. Yeah, you, you need more money. Uh, Aaron, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good. Good morning. How are you, Garrett? What's happening, dude? Oh, so listen, my wife is a teacher. Her mother was a teacher. My mother was a teacher. One, and she was at school yesterday, and uh, one of the teachers walked up to her and said, we're all wearing red tomorrow, right? And she's all, um, no. It, it, her biggest problem with this entire thing is that the teachers are entitled, especially the tenured teachers. Mm-hmm. She is so anti-tenured. And, you know, I wish the schools went to shut down today, and I wish 
someone in, in the TUSD or all the school boards would have had the cojones to say, you walk out, you lose your job. Yeah, be you nice. lose your job, you have to reapply. And then all these tenured teachers would be gone because they're not adding anything to the, our educational system. Look how horribly our, our students are being educated, you know? Uh, and people, when I comment something on Facebook, oh, well, you're just an idiot. I said, well, I'm a product of Arizona education. Thank you. <laughs> right back in your face. Exactly. You know, again, you know, you want more textbooks. You want this. You want that. First off, it's government. You know there's so much waste. You know there's so much waste, right? Yeah, listen, when I, was, when I was at TUSD, I actually had to pay for my own textbooks. Now, this is back in the 90s, early 90s, you know, late 80s. We paid for textbooks, and then we returned them for credit for the next year's textbook. Well, like college. That, that, mo- that money went to buy new textbooks. Mm. Let me ask you this. Was your, your wife, was, was she was pressured to wear red? Yeah, I told her to wear her MAGA shirt. <laughs> exactly. It's red, right? That's what I just got because I said my my kids' daycare. They were trying to help the kids wear red shirts. So then I got a, I got a tweet from somebody. They can wear a red Trump shirt. Same thing. That's hilarious. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. hilarious. Make America great again. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> you have a good one. You too, man. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye bye. All right. I got more teachers coming up, and you got to hear this. Teachers that disagree with me, which is good. I want to hear that also. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. We'll get that call also. Uh, teachers. Uh, asked about uh, what they think of Trump, what they think of Bernie Sanders in the Red for Red movement. Wait till you hear that. It's coming up as well. Back in five. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. In the night, I hear him talk. Cold story ever told. Yes. Somewhere far along this road, he lost his soul to a woman so heartless. How could you be so hard? Could you be? 828 Gary Lewis with you. How could you be so heartless? I'm not heartless, I'm a realist. All Kanye all morning long here on the morning ritual. Because Kanye West broke the internet because he professed his love for Trump. He said they're Dragon Brothers or something like that. They should drag it was Dragon Power, Dragon Brothers. It's alright, eject that. Anyway, I just did some uh Facebook Live just to remind people and say certain things I couldn't say on the radio. I hope you enjoy it. FaceTime, uh, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. That's what it is. Uh, your call's coming up in just a second. Can we play that? Um, can we play the, uh, before we get to the calls, I'll get to you. I swear I will get to you. Uh, the 96. The video's on my page. You gotta just love this. These are uh, teachers, red for red teachers, being asked what they think of Trump, Bernie, that kind of stuff. Here we go. Hit play. Here we go. Do you guys have any thoughts on President Trump? Um. Uh. uh Mm. Unqualified, uneducated. I do, but I don't know if it's appropriate to say. (laughs) I feel bad about the millions of people who didn't inform themselves before they voted. There's a lot of words. We just shouldn't have elected him. I don't really have a comment. (laughs) And I think that... uh, I don't even let his name come out of my mouth. Do you guys have any thoughts on maybe impeachment? Oh, give me the paper, I'll sign it. Give me would the you guys paper. support raising taxes by 25% to go towards education? I would say yes. Why not? Yes. Great. Yeah. I personally would be for it. I yeah. think it would make perfect sense. It's They got to do what they got to do. So let's raise the, raise the taxes. Any thoughts on Bernie Sanders? I like all his ideas. 
he was a great candidate when he was running, yes. and uh, it's unfortunate that he did not end up getting the nomination. I appreciate what he's doing. Um, I appreciate him. I would have preferred Hillary over him. I think he ran a great campaign. Yeah. Had he been wow. nominated, I would have voted for him. I would have preferred him over Trump. Oh. <laughs> preferred him over Trump, but I think he has some really progressive views that I did appreciate. Yeah, like sure. socialism. Yeah, they should all be fired. If you're dumb enough to think socialism is the way, you should be fired. And don't, those are only like eight teachers, Gary. There's a lot more. You think that there's only eight? You, think, you don't think the larger percentage... The majority, at least 80% of teachers believe that I think they do. By the way, if teachers think it's so bad and they love Bernie so much, which let's face it again, there there are some conservative teachers that don't, and I get it, but I would say more than the majority do, why don't they say we shouldn't have any differential in pay? What's the difference if you have only one year experience or you're new versus 20 years? Bring all the pay together, make it fair, right? Why is it okay if somebody starts at 32 or 34 grand and then somebody else is making 42 grand? Make everybody earn the same amount. That's the socialistic way. They should do that. Hi, Karen. Thank you for getting through to KNST. How you doing? Pardon? Thank you for calling KNST. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, I just wanted to chat with you. Um, earlier this week, I sent, I fired off a bunch of texts. I just didn't have time to chat, but I have time to chat right now. I'm a passenger in a car heading to Phoenix. And I kind of want to just help get some information out. Okay. So, um... Well, hang on. You know what? Can you hang on for me? Because I want to give you time. And actually, I didn't know how long your call was going to be, but you're a kindergarten teacher, right? Yes, I am. You ever tape a kid down to a chair? Pardon? You ever tape a kid down to a chair? Oh, no, absolutely not. My kindergarten teacher did that, but that was back in 82, and the kid deserved I'm it. So he was sorry. I'm no, so no. sorry. No, no. Let me tell you, it's you a different know, time. No, hang on. Hang on. It was a different time. The mom of the kid actually came in and said, thank you, because the kid didn't listen. It was out of control. Well, definitely, we have to do what we have to do, but that's pretty extreme. Why is it extreme? It doesn't hurt him. You tape him in a chair. You're not going to sit still and be quiet and listen? Well, okay, are we going to talk about that, or are we going to talk about what's happening at the Capitol and the funding in Arizona? That's my concern. Is that your, that's I, I, but that's also my concern. Kids run rampant. Okay. You can't do your job. But hang on. You know what? Listen, first sure. off, it's my show. But, yes, we'll talk about these things when we get back. <laughs> hang on for me, okay? We're going to get back with a kindergarten teacher. Don't go anywhere because she is funding. She's on her way to the Capitol for the big protest. Strike, strike, strike. We'll continue. Here's Fox. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All Kanye all the time. Yes. Because why? Because it's funny as hell that he wore his Trump mega hat and the internet exploded. Exploded. Uh, Tomorrow morning, 810, going to have a student from... TUSD, a high school student who, uh, well, he'll, he'll spill the beans on all of the, well, the good and the bad, but there's a lot of bad, too. The bias from the teachers. Teachers, one teacher literally called him a racist and a bigot because he said there's a difference between legal and illegal immigrants. This is an adult, a teacher, saying that, really, there's more. He told me some stuff on the phone that I'm like, you're going to be shocked tomorrow when you hear it. And these teachers want to raise? You want to be my butler. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the strike is happening. Teachers are uh, on the streets or at home or headed up to Phoenix or whatever. Uh, they're not working. You're stuck with your kids. Deucey said this is the best and final offer, and that's just it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, on top of that, 
Again, the guys that are behind this movement, the two, uh, two guys, Noah Carvalis, these teachers, and uh, Derek Harris just moved here a couple of years ago from different states. I swear my gut tells me they're plants just trying to put a Democrat in the, in the gubernatorial office. I'm just telling you, that's, that's just me. Second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, the Trumpster is very upset that the VA secretary nominee, Ronnie Jackson, withdrew his name, did it this morning because he was getting smeared by people. These were, these were uh, claims that were not even substantiated. Washington. Third thing, I think you need to know, economy's doing pretty damn well. Jobless claims lowest since 1969. All right, those three things I think you need to know. And how about that video I, I played for you 10 minutes ago? Uh, it's on my page at KNSD.com. I, did I put it up? At, I didn't put it up at Facebook yet. I'll put it on my Facebook page as well, okay? I will put it up there so you can see it for yourself. Uh, it, it's just remarkable. The support for Bernie, the hatred of Trump. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Karen now. Karen, uh, oops, is that the... Not, Hi. That's it. Hi, Karen. Thank you for waiting. You're on the way to Phoenix sure. for a big protest, right? Yeah. Well, okay. actually, yeah. All right, so go on. Make your case as to why I'm wrong. Okay, well, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, think about this. Okay, number one, we're not walking out on students and families. Yes, you we're are. We're walking out for students and families. No, you're not. Future. No, you're not. Okay, would you... Okay, would you like me to tell you a specific example of that? Sure. Okay, this week, I have seen about, I don't know, let's say a dozen of the parents of children in my classroom publicly posting on Facebook and commending what I do for their kids. And they are standing right in my back pocket saying, you go do this. We understand you are trying to work for our kids' future so that public education funding increases over their lifetime in school. That's the first thing. Okay, so you, wait, wait, hang on. So you had dozens of people put that on Facebook. Pardon? So you had dozens of people put that on Facebook. I have parents that initiated this lovely kindness. Okay, good, and, good, good. Look, and I, I like teachers. Good. To me. So what I'm saying to you okay. is that the parents understand. It's not a short-sighted, we're tired and we're pissed and we want more money. We are trying to improve the, the public education funding in our state for the next generation of children. That's the main focus. That's one thing I wanted to share. Does that make sense? Okay, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Go ahead. Okay, now, the, the next thing I'd like to mention is the headlines from the media, they want short, quick quotes, and I get that. So often they say teachers want more money, but there are four other items on our wish list that we would like the governor to address. For example, let's restore public education funding to 2008 levels. So right now we are below 2008 levels. Now, if that's okay for our state, so be it. But for us teachers, it's really not. Every child in school right now has never experienced a fully funded classroom. So we want to restore the state funding to 2008 levels. I've been reading a lot, trying to learn, and I still don't know what's going on, but I'm trying to figure it out. So let's just shoot for 2008. That's one. Does that make sense? Yes. Can I, can I, jump, in, can I jump in for just a second? So we can have a discussion. Okay. So look, I, I got it. Now, here's my only problem. Well, here, here's one of the problems I have. Um, why now? Why strike okay. right? Hang on, hang on. Why strike right sure. now? The governor, you may not trust him. I'm not the biggest fan. But he said, I'm going to get you 20% raise. But it's not his job to find the money. That's the job of the legislature. And the legislature Correct. needs more than a week to do it. As a matter of fact, the budget is not due till June 30th. So, you know, if you make your demands, make your demands. And they have until June 30th to come up with the money. Now, if they don't come up with the money, then over the summer say, you know what, we're not going to show up to, to school. 
But it just, it's just, there's no, the legislature needs to find the money. They can't just magically do it in, in a week, right? I understand what you're saying. Okay. And you're right. But they've had at least 10 years to figure it out. Have they done it? No. I need to give you a little background on me. Yeah. I came from Wisconsin, one year of education up there, one year of teaching out in California as well. Okay. But the remainder of my career, over 20 years of teaching, is here in Arizona. And a couple nights ago, I found this infographic, which just blew me away. So just imagine a graph. And it starts on the top left, and it goes down, like you're walking into the Grand Canyon, okay? And you never come up. You just keep going down. And that was a visual representation of Arizona state funding for public education from, I can't remember exactly, 1985 or 1990 to the present. And, oh, my God, I went, no wonder my heart has been sinking. No wonder I'm so sad. No wonder I'm so frustrated with funding. So... That's a visual example of my entire career here in Arizona. So over the years, have I been frustrated? You bet. Have I been talking with colleagues? Absolutely, yes. Have we figured out what to do? No. Okay. Suddenly, hang on, hang on, suddenly, hang on. Let me, let, me, let me just jump in for a second because I get it. You're in your world. We're all in our little bubbles, right? What? Uh, what do you mean? We're all in our little bubbles. Everything in our bubble is the most important thing to us. And I could just relate to you. You're not the only one. When the economy crashed in 2007, 2008, we lost, you won't even know how many people in radio. And I've been asked to do the jobs of five or six people. I'm sorry for you. But you know what? Do I I have the ability to walk out, to go on strike? You know what happens if I do that? I get my butt canned and they bring someone else in. And that's just the reality of the situation. That's that's just it. So let me ask you this. Again, you didn't address my first thing. Okay, you guys want more money, and you, you deserve it. You think you deserve it. Great. But okay. I, don't, I don't. hang on. I don't think this is the right time because you didn't even give the, the state government the proper time that was needed to find okay. the money and set it aside. This looks bad. I understand what you're saying, but yeah. here's the deal. Suddenly, somebody said, hey, you know, we probably should stand up for the kids. And this grassroots organization has taken root in less than two months. It's not grassroots. And all the people like me that have been teaching for decades said, holy moly, we can make change. We've all been frustrated. Mm. No, politicking is not our expertise. Helping children, working with families, that's our expertise. But somebody's helping us make plans to make our concerns known on behalf of future generations of Arizona. For us to stand still in the classroom and pretend everything's fine is not an option at this point. Was it easy for the chairman to walk out? Absolutely not. All of us are torn. We have people who are getting sick throwing up because of this decision, okay? And ultimately, we are here for your child. If you're content with Arizona having, let's say, 135,000 teachers walk out over the last 10 years because of pay, while the number of students has increased, let's let's lowball it. Let's say 200,000 kids increasing. If you're okay with that, then status quo is good. However, this is an opportunity that we have never seen for educators to try to work with legislators. But you're not. not, But you're not. But you're not working. You literally said, okay, we're giving until this day for some reason, two weeks before school ends, and you're not even giving them the chance to go through the budget to find the money. You just said, screw it, we're out. Now, let me me go back, because you didn't address that ever. Now, the guys that are in charge of this you're saying we, we these people are helping us out. This doesn't appear to be grassroots. These guys moved. One moved here from Texas where he gave up a higher-paying teaching job. Another one is not even a certified teacher. 
and they are hardcore leftists. Do you know the two guys? I've been talking about them for days. Do you know Noah Carvalis, what his background is, what he wants you to teach? He loves indoctrinating. All this stuff, it's on his social media. He says teaching is political. This is the leader of your movement, Noah Carvelis. I understand your concerns, and to be honest, I had not heard that until recently this week as well. Mm. My concerns, yes. Have I met the man? No. So let's just for a minute, let's pretend, worst case scenario, let's say he is that man. <laughs> let's say that is his he agenda. He is that man, yes. But, okay, uh, okay, I'm not going to make that judgment until I speak with him personally, but Ugh. let's just say he is, and the worst case scenario, let's say worst case scenario, worst case scenario would be possibly that we would actually perhaps take some Republicans and move them out and actually get some real funds. Let's just pretend that's the worst-case scenario. I mean, I'm trying to find the good in this. Definitely it's difficult. I don't know that I can trust them. All I know is there are thousands of people, that means educators, parents, students, who are in support of improving education for our state. That's the goal. I'm sorry that somebody might have a secondary or maybe that's the primary goal. And that's something we need to be wary of. Believe yeah. me. You guys, we I got hang on. You guys literally are following blindly these two people that are that's hard. That's not true. Nobody you is. Don't let me tell you five points yet. Oh. I haven't gotten to all five. You got to do it quickly. We don't, we don't, we don't I have to you early. I gave you the questions ahead of the talk so you could see my point. I, I, I'm in the middle of doing a radio show, so I don't have all these time to do this stuff. I know, I know, but I just thought it was kind of funny. I was giving you the questions ahead of time. Yeah, thank, thank you. So you like David Garcia? Um, I'm just learning about him this week. I don't, I don't have an opinion yet. I mm. try to get more information before I. Let me make ask you this: Is hang on, if you know enough of the five point, if if all of a sudden money is given back to the classroom, is all of a sudden are are students all of a sudden going to be able to learn? Are, are they are they going to come out smarter? Let's put it that way. Well, I don't have a definitive answer to that. There you go. But I, I can tell you that this year in my class, for some lucky reason, I have only had 17 children, okay? 17 students in my class. Now, I've had as many as 35 in the classroom for the last five years. Can I ask where you teach? Can I ask where you teach? 17 kids in my class. No, I can't. I don't want this to reflect on my site. This is me speaking for me, not okay, my okay. site. Okay, well, let me explain but this. I can tell you, Okay, the reason you have a drop is because Trump got in there and illegal aliens scattered. That's why. I've had other teachers tell me this, other friends whose okay, wives are teachers. But I just, I, I, can I share with you the success of the children in my class? Yeah, you know what, then why don't go out there and say enforce the border, build the wall, that way we have kids that actually want to learn. And we're not overburdened by people that don't even pay into the system. Are you teachers willing to do that? Well, I can tell you next year, I'm sorry I'm talking next to you, not at you, but <laughs> next year I'm probably going to have, you know, 26 plus, and I'm not looking forward to it. But this year, these children in my classroom Answer are the question. Like Answer the question. Do you Did want you hear me? Yeah, they I are you. reading and writing. Good. Reading and writing. Now, I know in kindergarten I didn't do that. I took a nap and had graham crackers and milk. But the curriculum is such that we are teaching them how to read and write in kindergarten. And if that's the curriculum that they want, the small class size is going to make it happen. And one way to possibly <sighs> ensure that can be happening for K through 3 is to increase public education funding, and that's part of what we're walking about today. We're not striking, we're okay. walking at this point. Are you willing to build the wall? Yes. Then why don't you guys come out and say it, because you, will, you won't even need as much funding if classes automatically get smaller if illegal aliens are not here. Okay, so I understand you want to go that way, and I will understand. go there from If we have a wall, yeah. and we still have doors and windows where people can come through in a controlled manner, and we check and see, I'm all for that. I mean, I want our, our nation to be safe, just as you do. Okay. But, but 
I can't affect that change. Yes, this you can. This is a possible place where I, I, yes, I'm you part can. of a group that works. Well, listen, I'm, I'm just running out of time, and I appreciate it. I want you to call back in another time. I really, maybe even tomorrow. Let me know what happens when you go to the Capitol. But you can. You guys just went on strike as 100,000 people. You guys could have done the same thing saying we need to build the wall so we can get smaller class size. We can't keep teaching people that don't want to be here. You can, you're telling me you can walk out to try to get more money, but you can't walk out to make classes better and education better for students by getting rid of illegal aliens? Come on. We'll continue. It's KNST. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Oh, hi, it's 908. It's Thursday, April 26th. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, strikes on, as you, if you've been listening. The strike is happening. Teachers are uh, saying we're out of work. They're calling it a walkout. It's not a walkout. It's a freaking strike. Uh, they don't know how long it's going to last. What happens if they go back on Monday? They lose leverage. Ducey said this is the last and final offer. Take it or leave it. Wow. Um, and the guy, that, the two knuckleheads in charge of this, Noah Carvelis, Derek Harris, I think their plants recently moved here from other places to be teachers. One's not even certified. Uh, and they're leading the charge on this. And I really think it's just to get a Democrat in office to replace Ducey. That, that's what I think. That's, that's just my, that's my situation. That's what I think. Second thing that I think you need to know, the VA secretary uh, nominee, the VA nominee, Ronnie Jackson, hit up with all kinds of false allegations, says this is now distracting the president. He want to get dragged through the mud. It's ridiculous. So he's out and Trump's mad about that. Third thing I think you need to know is uh, is that uh, the economy's still doing well. Nobody wants to talk about that. Jobless claims lowest since 1969. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, I was thinking about this um, re- in relation to the uh, the strike that's going on now in, in Arizona with the teachers. Right. Originally, a teacher said we need we need to get paid more. This is ridiculous. We don't get paid enough. And then it morphed to, and we also need funding. And now it's other things, too. But at the end of the, at the beginning of the day, it was all about making sure teachers got paid. And I'm not against that. Everybody should fight to get everything they can. No one's going to pay you more unless you ask for it. I, I know it's true. If you don't ask, no one's going to be like, I'm going to give you more. Very rarely does that happen where they're like, yeah, I'm just going to give you more money. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you you got to fight for it. You got to fight for it. I get you on that. And I don't blame you for fighting to get more money. I get it. Um. However, I found this to be uh, relatable in this aspect. You remember going back to the campaign, the, the, the Trump presidential campaign? It was exposed thanks to Trump, but we've talked about forever how companies are leaving thanks to NAFTA and other trade agreements. 
companies, big and small, medium-sized corporations would leave America, build things in Mexico, build things in China, build things in Vietnam and other places because they could pay people pennies on the dollar. And the reason that they did that was so they could pad their own pockets, right? I mean, that's what, and yeah, that's what they're doing. These companies, they, they, uh, they got permission to do it. Trade deals were done. They were able to do it. They greased people who knows what. And they were able to all of a sudden increase their own bottom line at the expense of the American people. And then Americans in 2016 said, whoa, <laughs> that's not right. You can't screw over the American people that way. It's what's going on right now with this Arizona teacher strike. Teachers just want more money. Don't tell me you want funding you know, given to I get it. I get it. But the, the, the whole basis of this is that you wanted a raise. You said you can't live... It's not a livable wage, 32 grand a year to start or 34 grand. That's, listen, again, I started, my first job in radio was $27,500. Well, then you went, yeah, you know what? I decided to go somewhere else to make more money. If that's what you need to do, wait, there's a teacher. We're going to have crappy, you know what? You're a teacher. You know you're not going to break the bank as a teacher. And there are people that stayed in Waco, Texas that aren't making much more. And you know what? They're raising a family. I have former coworkers that have been there for 15 years. They're not breaking the bank doing radio in Waco, Texas. So get over it, okay? But what you're asking us to do is what the big corporations were doing, right? Trust you. Just give us more money without the promise that somehow America is going to benefit from it. You want us to give you more money without the promise that Arizona is going to benefit from it. You can't guarantee me that kids are going to come out better educated. Well, if we had newer books. Well, if we had pencils, and I, listen, you buy stuff, I my heart goes out to you. Trump put it in there, you get, I think, dollar for dollar matching back up to like, was it 500 bucks, five, whatever it is. There, I, there's not, nothing's perfect. I get it. Nothing's perfect. Money doesn't grow on trees. Now I sound like my friggin' parents. But you're wanting that. You're wanting to pad your own pocket without... Without somehow guaranteeing, and maybe you can't, and that's fine, but there's no guarantee that students are going to come out better educated. I mean, you want us to just give you more money, and we know that there is a major liberal bent in the education system, and magically, kids are coming out dumber. Maybe if you said something like, you know what, we'll make sure that there's no indoctrination. I mean, as if you're a conservative teacher and you're on strike today and you're disagreeing with me, Garrett, I need to make more money, it's just not fair. I get it, I get it. But you don't even have the guts to tell your other teachers, shut up about politics. Stop bashing Trump. Stop calling kids bigots in class if they're against illegal immigration. Why the hell do I want to pay more money to a group of people that do this stuff? You're not going to get them better educated. Maybe you will, but they'll be better educated if you don't indoctrinate. You're not even giving that guarantee. And it's like you're not, you're not even acknowledging it. You're pretending it doesn't even exist. It does exist. We know it. And again, tomorrow morning at 810, I'm going to have a gutsy high school senior from Tucson, right? From Tucson. That's going to be in studio with me. He called up a few hours ago and he shared some stories. And wait till you hear what else that he witnessed in school that is so, so deplorable, so biased, so mean, so, so bad, the indoctrination. And again, you want more money? Are you crazy? Are you kidding me right now? So don't, you can't do that. It's the same thing.
what's the benefit that we're going to have for Arizona? And you can't just give me this pie in the sky thing. You want to say, you know, Ducey's idea is pie in the sky to pay for it? Fine. You're pie in the sky to tell me that all of a sudden education is going to get better. Right? Give me a break. And, and maybe we can come to a happy medium. Because you might be saying, Garrett, how can you not see it my way? And I'm saying, how can you not see it my way? Sure. You want to get paid more? Fine, but you have to, you have to do it. I can't just go to my boss. My contract's up at the end of this year. If they give me an offer where they don't give me a raise and I say I deserve a raise, you know what they're going to say to me? Why? Show me something. Give me something tangible. That's how it works in the real world. And again, all this stuff, we played the sound bites. Play it again one more time before we, before we uh, take calls. It's on my page at knst.com. I'll stick it on my Facebook page as well. Number 96, these are teachers at a Red for Ed event. Um, listen to this. Here we go. Do you guys have any thoughts on President Trump? Um, uh, unqualified, uneducated. I do, but I don't know if it's appropriate to say. <laughs> I feel bad about the millions of people who didn't inform themselves when before they voted. There's a lot of words. We just shouldn't have elected him. I don't really have a comment. <laughs> and I think that... Uh, I don't even let his name come out of my mouth. <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts on maybe impeachment? Oh, give me the paper, I'll sign it. Would you guys support mm. raising taxes by 25% to go towards education? I would say yes. Yes. Great. I personally would be for it. I think it would make perfect sense. It's... They got to do what they got to do. So let's raise the, raise the taxes. Any thoughts on Bernie Sanders? I like all his ideas. He was a great candidate when he was running, and uh, it's unfortunate that he did not end up getting the nomination. I appreciate what he's doing. Um, I appreciate him. I would have preferred mm. Hillary over him. I think he ran a great campaign. Had he been nominated, I would have voted for him. I would have preferred him over Trump. <laughs> Preferred him over Trump, but I think he has some really progressive views that I did appreciate for sure. Yeah. There you go. You can have whatever view you want. If a teacher really thinks socialism is the way to go, and that's what Bernie is, I'm a democratic socialist. You're, you don't even deserve to be a teacher. I mean, it's frightening how dumb you are. Frightening. Yeah. Uh, Ducey tweeted, without a doubt, teachers are some of the biggest difference makers in the lives of Arizona children. They need to be respected and rewarded for the work they do, and Arizona can do better on this front. We've all been listening, but now it's time to act. My number on one, my number one focus right now is passing a 20% pay raise for teachers. The raise is earned, and it is deserved. Wow. Yeah. So he is, uh, he's moving into that aspect. I just don't understand why teachers can't say, you're right, we need to do a better job. We need to not have this indoctrination. It's insane. Why not? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, let's start with John. John, welcome to KNST. Hello. Good morning. You did a great job there. I think you... Oh, John, you've been waiting for like ever, and your phone stinks. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. 
Okay. I think you did a great job. Me too. I think uh, you let the Empress um, shed her clothes and show herself. I think that was great. Um, I had a couple of comments, and, and real quickly, um, it's all about money. It's activism. They're not focused on the students and education. And a few questions or a comment. She came from Wisconsin. The governor Scott run her out. Yeah, Scott Walker. Yeah, I wonder because he got he you know he stood up to the teachers union and won. That's right. I would like to have heard her say, "What do the schools really need if they don't? The teachers don't need money. What do the schools need to teach with? You know what what actual books?" Like you said, pencils. Um, the other thing is, does she believe in supply and demand? You know that because that's what it really comes down to. You pay based on you know the, the supply and demand for those people. And like you said, there's plenty of people. There's plenty of teachers out there, and sometimes turnover is good. Well, they say that there's uh, thousands of job openings. They can't fill teacher positions here in Tucson. And in the greater Tucson area. Well, they don't do a good job of recruiting, and, that, and that's a whole other story, because I've, I've done some checking on that. The last thing I'd ask is for her would be, okay, they get the higher pay. Supposedly, they'll retain people and they'll draw better people. Does that mean this kindergarten teacher would potentially be replaced with a better teacher? That's another good question. You get what you pay for, right? That's exactly right. I'm very much against and I'm so totally in agreement with you. These people are on a year-to-year contract. They can be fired right now, just like Reagan did back in the 80s with the air traffic controllers. Mm-hmm. If they want to reapply, they reapply. And that's, I got, I'm getting a hit up on Facebook. I got a whole bunch of messages. One guy's like, what happens? You called for teachers to get fired. I remember if I did that or I did, whatever. If they, um, he said, if they get fired... You know, districts already can't fill positions. What happens then? I said, they reapply. Why should schools be held hostage? That's right. And what? And all teachers don't have to be because they've got a list of all the teachers that called in or whatever, mm-hmm. taking today and tomorrow off. I know, I know they'll come up with some personnel or some other reason, but they can identify and they can do that. And the other thing is, the I believe the school districts, all of them, and the administrations, are not outwardly in public supporting it. But if you notice, they've all supported previously tax increases for schools. Oh, they all supported. All the school administration. You know, you know, you can tell they all support it because they're not going to fire any of the teachers. And they That's came up right. publicly and said, we're not going to fire you if you walk out, even though that literally is against the law, and they're breaking their contract, and they could even be decertified. Well, I asked our uh, – I'm in the Vail School Districts. My kids go there. Mm-hmm. Um I asked, how are the students who are the beneficiaries of education going to be compensated for the lost time that they're, they're, you know, they're experiencing in their education? Because they're losing two days of education because the teachers want to walk out. Mm-hmm. And then I also contacted our superintendent, and I asked him for a copy of the budget they don't name names necessarily, but they have to name it by positions. I want to know the entire uh, compensation packages. I want to know what the teachers are getting paid by grades, how many are in each grade, and what are the uh, measurements for increases. In other words, 
if they go from, a, say, a BS degree to a master's degree, they get a pay increase. Well, I want to know, so I can break it down statistically, what the median is for teacher pay and, you know, what the turnover rates and all that stuff is well, and where luck, the yeah. other m- budget money is going for overhead for uh, non-teaching activities. Good luck with that. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, I, my father-in-law told me he was going to run for school board back in uh, Michigan when my wife was going to school. And he actually asked the, uh, I think it was the principal of their high school, can I see the books? I want to see. And the guy fought him. He wouldn't, for weeks, he wouldn't turn it yeah. over. And then he finally said, look, I'm going to go get a, 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 a FOIA. I'm going to FOIA it. Yeah. So a Freedom yeah. of Information Act. And he finally turned it over. He goes, you have no idea how much waste there was. This is going back to the, the mid-90s. How much waste there yep. was buying furniture and buying this. And every two years, I mean, it was just outrageous. Outrageous. Let me just tell you something, though, real quick about Vail. There's a story in the local paper today. And apparently uh, the uh, the superintendent said um, not every teacher in Vail wanted to get out, but but enough did. They said, so he said, we're going to close the school. And he said, we place a very high value on our culture here in Vail, in the Vail School District. We didn't want to pit our teachers against each other. He didn't want to divide the employees that wanted to work versus that wanted to strike. So who gets to win? The ones that strike. It's ridiculous. Well, I'm sorry. No, I, 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 that, that's 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 just it. I'm joining out of time. I appreciate it, John. So they they closed the school. They didn't want to make anybody upset. Hey, well, we can't have teachers not like each other. Like they don't know who who is and who isn't. If teach, teachers wanted to come to school and they didn't let them in Vail, he said thirty five about thirty five percent of his staff was planning to be absent. But he said there were some special ed employees that were going to be gone, so that made it more difficult and everything else. Anyway, I have a story i got to get to. I'll get more of your calls. A uh, story to get to also about teachers that actually are against, they're finally getting some coverage, that are against the strike. And wait till you hear what they say. That's coming up. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Means.com. Agree, disagree, it doesn't matter. As long as you think that he's good looking. <laughs> Just playing. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 929, thank you for hanging out all Kanye all the time because he's got a bromance with Trump. You think it was Macron? I think it's uh, Kanye and, and the Don. I think it's hilarious. Give me about 96 or so today. It's going to be warm. Teachers are on strike. Tomorrow morning, 810, a TUSD student will be in studio with me talking about the bias thrown his way. And it's unreal. Unreal. But they want to raise. And at 710, Ken Bennett throwing his hat in the ring. He doesn't trust Ducey. He ran against Ducey last time. He was a former secretary of state. He, he, he says he can actually get teachers paid. Get his take on what the teachers are doing now. We'll get to all that. Hang on. Jerry's been waiting a while. Jerry, welcome to KNST. Hi. Oh, good morning, Garrett. Hi. Uh just to let you know that the Academy, Layman Academy, okay. uh, which is Nora Valley and Rana, they are in school today. Mm. They're teaching. They care about their students. They're also at the free school because it's also a public school, even though it's a charter school. But what they do is they have a classical education. They're ahead in math. They're ahead in history. They're ahead in science. And the reason I know this, I volunteer in the classroom. Really? Yes. And it, is, it, uh, is it a pro-Trump uh, teaching, or is it just regular teaching, just just a lesson plan? No, what they're not doing is they're not indoctrinating. All these teachers are on strike. Most of the ones who actually want to be on strike, 
they're not teaching anything. They're indoctrinating. These people are actually teaching. That's what I'm saying, but, you know, the indoctrination usually is pushing left stuff. They're not pushing right no, stuff there, right? No, they're not pushing left okay. stuff. No, just, because I sit there. Just uh, for the I record. Sometimes make copies of the history books, and mm-hmm. I'm actually reading the history. It's wonderful. The things that, and I read all the history, and it's absolutely wonderful. It's a little stuff that we learned. There you go. And it's uh, Henry VIII had two brothers that died. I didn't know that. <laughs> I learned that. There you go. Well, look, I'm, I'm glad you could uh, shine the light on that. I... I I appreciate it. We'll just see how this uh, how this progresses again. I don't know what I mean. I did ran out of time. I wanted to ask that kindergarten teacher what happens on Monday. Well, you know, are you going thing. back? No, they're not going. They're uh, they're open tomorrow as well. No, no, I know that. And thank you very much. I'm talking about the teachers that are on strike right now. Are they going back on Monday? Again, I'll make this point one more time. I mean, graduation is coming up. Parents having family come to town. Vacations, airline flights. Is all this going to be delayed? People are going to get me. I'm telling you, this is not going to be good. Not going to be good for the teachers. There's not going to be the public uh, support that they think there is. And it's led by a, you know some yahoos, the unions, and some progressive uh, teachers or progressive movers that are actually, it looks like they're disguised as teachers, the Carvelis and the Derek Harry. We'll continue. I'll get more of your reaction. And i got to get to that story about teachers are now, there's a story in the Arizona Republic, teachers feeling uh, that, that are against the strike are feeling underrepresented. Really? No kidding. That's coming up. Here's Fox. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Yeah, 940. All Kanye. All, all show long. Come on. Yes. Because he blew up the internet. He tweeted out himself in a MAGA hat and then said, mine's autographed. Which, I, I am jealous. And then, uh, what's that rapper, the other one that we talked about, Jasmine? Chance the Rapper. Really? Like, Bozo the Clown, Chance the Rapper. Chance the, okay. Chance the Rapper said, black people don't have to be Democrats. Uh-oh, then that that was, they just lost it. The celebs, every, oh my God, Kanye's mentally ill. Oh, really? Now he's mentally ill, okay. Right. But uh, the people on MSNBC and CNN are not mentally ill. Okay. I like how they just throw out the mentally ill thing left and right. We know for a fact Jeff Flake is. Just look at the way he's acted for a long time. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the deuce has said, I mean, it looks like he's just like, let, let the legislators vote on this, get it going, support the teachers. He wants to win re-election. That's just what it comes down to. He's feeling the pressure. Uh, however, he also said this is the last offer. 20% raise, take it or leave it. Now it's the legislature. They have to find where the money is. And remember, the... Uh, the knuckleheads leading the charge on the other side. They are part of the movement, the progressive movement. It looks like they are plants. I swear, I think that's what it's about. Why would they strike now, two, three weeks before uh, school's over? Why now? They're breaking their contract. Why now? To cause a spectacle, to try to make people not want to support Ducey. I'm telling you, it just seems obvious. Anyway, second thing that I think you need to know and this is uh, th- this is another one right here. You had the VA secretary, Ronnie Jackson, withdraw his name uh, from consideration because he was getting smeared by the left, unsubstantiated claims about things that he allegedly did that weren't even true. And he just said, that's it, I'm done. So the search goes on there. Uh, by the way, Senate is now voting on Mike Pompeo's nomination to be secretary of state. So we'll see what's going on there. Third thing I think you need to know um, is that uh, jobless claims, lowest point since 1969. That's a that's a huge thing right there. All right, three things I think you need to know. Now, real quick, a story in the Arizona Republic. 
uh, teachers against Red for Red walk out, explain why. They, they changed the headline. It was supposed to be, they feel underrepresented. Yeah. Uh, from the Arizona Republic, teachers such as Corbin Smith, who works at McClintock High in Tempe, voted against the walkout. He said, life is not about getting what you want and finding a way to get it while you continue to fulfill your obligations. And for me, my obligation is my contract. Yep. Um, he doesn't want to break his contract. Honoring commitments. So there's an enormous lack of resources, but he said he knew what he was getting into when he started teaching. Isn't that refreshing? Quote, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what makes me happy. I got, into, I got into teaching knowing full well at age 40, at the age of 40, that I wasn't going to make a lot of money, but I'd be able to make enough money to put food on the table, pay my mortgage, and pay my bills. It's important, it says here, that he sets an example for his football players and the kids he teaches. That means showing up to work even when statewide action is afoot. He loves and respects his colleagues, just doesn't agree with the walkout. He's not even sure what the answer is. He goes, I don't know what the answer is. Walk in, walk out, protest, write letters. I don't know. He's honest. You know, state, you're the, state that you're not, I'm telling you, the best thing they could have done, if it wasn't just this whole big rigged thing that, that, that's going on, I'm telling you it is. That's my gut telling me, is that they just should have said, listen, you guys, legislature, June 30th, we'll let you know right now, if you don't come up with more ways to pass more money and get funding or whatever you want to do, you have till June 30th to do it. If you don't do that, we're not coming back to school in August. That would be a good thing to do. The appropriate thing to do. Uh, Debbie Bergen, special ed paraeducator, voted no. Paraeducator. She said, I would have said no no matter what. The kids that I work with are, are at-risk kids. Um, a lot of them come from homes where it's safer for them to be at school. A lot of kids I work with have severe and profound learning disabilities and their parents both have to work to provide for them. Now they can't. Interesting. Uh, Patrick Thompson, a middle school math teacher in Kyrene, said he voted against the walkout because, again, he wanted to show students it's important to honor a contract. My first thought, he said, was how it was going to affect my classroom environment. He agrees teachers should be paid more. Of course he says. You know, why not? He thinks the issue needs to be handled from a district level instead of the statewide action. For the most part, um, he says he hasn't heard much from educators who oppose the walkout. Quote, I just feel like my side of the argument has been underrepresented. He wonders if the teachers went too far, the movement went too far in planning a walkout, and whether teachers are prepared for the consequences it might bring. Most teachers, he said, really weren't prepared for how this was going to take over. And now it got to a point where it feels like almost nobody can stop it. They did it on purpose. He got all riled up by these, uh, these crazies. Wearing commie red. Carvelis and his buddy Derek Harris. I mean, I pointed him out yesterday, pointed him out throughout the show today. I'm telling you, something's just not right. And the teachers are going to pay the price. Because what are they going to do? They're not going to get the funding today. It's not going to happen tomorrow. What happens on Monday? Are you not going to go back to school for the next three weeks? If you go back to school next week, you lose all leverage. Unless you just all save face. You say, you know what? We came to the agreement. We'll go back. But if you don't do it, this is the best thing that they could do. If you don't do it, you don't find us more money, we're not coming back in August. That's what sane, rational adults would do. That's what I think. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Gary, welcome to KNST. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, Garrett? Yes, can you hear me? Okay, yeah. You have hit it right on the bullseye. 
with those two guys that came from out of state, yep. Vellis and stuff. Yep. I can guarantee you that they have read Selinsky. Now you know who Selinsky is, right? Who? Selinsky. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Obama's guy. Yeah, and Hillary Clinton's yep, guy. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, their thing Saul in that Linsky. book is Linsky. to divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lady called in earlier today, and and she said uh, one of the teachers asked her, "Are you wearing red tomorrow?" You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you don't wear red, you're going to stand out as a Republican, as a, a conservative person, as a capitalist, or whatever. But you're not lockstep in line with everybody else. And that's the way I see it. This is totally political. Everybody has to be lock and step, wearing red. And, and to me, this is Zelensky-backed. This is communism. This is uh, socialism mm-hmm. at its worst and unfortunately we know that most of the schools most of the teachers are socialism or socialists Mm -hmm. and this is how they operate and this is very simple but very strong on their part if you don't wear red you know we're going to squeeze you out because you don't fit in with with us teachers you're right listen i got even more for you Here's the story. It was the op-ed written by Noah Carvelis, who, again, we invited on the show, never got back to us after originally saying yes. He's the guy that's one of the two leading this charge. May 3rd, 2017, in truth-out.org, he wrote a, a, a column called A Unified Struggle, The Need for Global Solidarity in the Fight for Freedom. He hates Trump. On the morning of November 9th, 2016, a tidal wave of resistance and democratic engagement was unleashed in the United States. That morning, millions of Americans woke up to the devastating reality that Donald Trump had been elected as the 45th president of the United States. This is the guy leading the Red for Ed movement. And he had the kindergarten teacher an hour ago. I don't really know much about him. Maybe you should. Do you blindly follow people? In a crushing reflection upon American society, a billionaire running exclusively on the fear, anger, and darkest realities of the American culture had won the presidency. Wow. The question for us now must become, how do we capitalize on this moment? Whoa. You ready for this? He writes, we must recognize, first of all, that this did not begin on November 9th, 2016. This moment was born decades, potentially centuries ago. And thousands, such as Noam Chomsky, communist, Howard Zinn, communist, Angela Davis, communist, have given their entire lives to change the rhetoric of American thought in order to bring us to the moment that many believe was born overnight in a single election. Excuse me? Excuse me. This is the guy. This is the guy leading the movement. Later on, as citizens, activists, and organizers, we must not only embrace this understanding, but respond accordingly. We must constantly reinforce the message of a global struggle against oppression. How is this guy oppressed? This, this is what is leading this entire movement. This wackadoo. Just this wackadoo. Yeah. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'll try to squeeze you in. We're going to have more tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow's going to be a hell of a show, too. Hell of a show. Um, this, this guy is just uh, bad news. Bad news. Both these guys. 
Again, the other one, Derek Harris, left his uh, job teaching in Texas to come here, taking a pay cut. Why? They both moved here a couple years ago. Why? Turn it blue. 951. Uh, we will continue in three minutes. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Com. Nine fifty five. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety two. Sounds most stimulating talk. Kanye West rejoiners all show long, just for today. Unless he does something really cool today, and we do it again tomorrow. Blew up the internet with his Trump hat. Love it. Love it. Um, man, I had so much to talk about, but I know this is the topic, Gabe. I'm not talking about this. Then I'm making a big mistake. I get it. I get it. Um, gonna be sunny in about ninety six today. By the way, hot out there for these teachers to protest. Hope they have water and sunscreen. I really do. I mean, it's all there. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at tweets right now. If you go to Twitter and just type "red for Ed" and you come up with the latest, Arizona Teachers United. It's the uh, the big union. Anyway, they they have uh, their coach buses. Somebody tweeted out currently on bus from Tucson to Phoenix. Hashtag Red for Ed. I mean, they're on. I mean, they're just nice day off, taking a sick day, taking a personal day. You got your kids, and they're riding up there. And and what's going to happen? What's going to happen? This is, uh, again, this is not going to be good for them. I had, man, I had so much else to do. We had Starbucks stories to talk about, all this stuff, but we're not going to get to it. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow morning, 8-10, going to have that uh, student, that high school student from TUSD in studio that was spilling the beans. And I'll just give you one hint again if you missed the call. It was unbelievable. Uh, he is a conservative student. He thinks teachers should get paid. He has ideas. He wants to redo the whole system. He thinks superintendents are a waste, and a lot of it's a waste. But anyway, he said that he was uh, talking about illegal immigration with a teacher. And he told the teacher, you know, there is a difference between illegal and legal immigrants. And the teacher called him a, a kid. The teacher, an adult, called this kid a bigot and a racist. And he's also been called a homophobe, and he's been called a sexist. All kinds of, by teachers for having a different point of view. I was driving yesterday. One more thing I want to share with you. I was driving yesterday, and uh, there was a car. And, of course, in the back, it had the big, they write it on the back of the windshield, red for red. And you know what bumper sticker was on that car? Resist. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that just figures. And I'm telling you, it's just sad. I want the, I really want the good teachers to wake up, right? Um. I really want them to wake up and realize that they are literally getting bamboozled. Bamboozled. By these two guys that are outsiders that came here just to start trouble. They did. I mean, how can you argue with me now? And again, I just don't understand these teachers that they literally, I mean, it's money. I get it. You get blinded by money. You get emotionally attached. You get involved. But blinded by money instead of actually saying, who are those guys that are up there on the microphones talking to the media and the crowd telling us we should do this? What's their background? Why should I follow them blindly? Why should I do that? Really quick, this guy, Noah Carvelis, wrote, the sooner we realize the connections between our struggle and organize accordingly, the sooner we may unite and fight back against an oppressive neoliberal system that restricts freedoms for citizens on a global level. Yeah. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs.
Tomorrow morning, Ken Bennett at 710 and then Tucson student at 810 rushes next.